Hey guys, my name is Sarah Peters. And I'm Rashika Chuthan. And we are students at South Carlton High School. Welcome to our podcast, Kids on Climate Change. As you guys obviously know, I am Sarah. I'm a grade 10 student at South Carlton High School, and I am doing a little bit of a project on climate change. I have been interested in climate change for quite a few years now. Um, I've done a couple projects, including cleanups, different things like that. Um, A little bit about me, I'm a gymnast. I also coach gymnastics, and I play a lot of instruments. So my name is Rashika, and I'm also a grade 10 student at South Carlton High School. Um, I am studying the healthcare and the effects on your health the climate change's effects on your health. Um, So a little bit about myself is I have lived in Ottawa my whole life and I also play competitive soccer and I coach little kids who want to play soccer. Um, Me and Sarah, we met this year. We both came from different high schools. I came from Canterbury High School. And I actually moved to the Audia area this summer. I uh, moved from the Niagara area. Yeah, and we met last semester. Yeah, through like mutual friends. And then we were in the same class, the same English class this year, and we were both interested in the same topic, so we We, uh, became friends through that. Yeah, we we joined forces (laughs) to complete this fantastic podcast. So in our English class, we have been researching a topic using Twitter as a source. Um, It's called the Twitter Project or the Unlearning Project. It's just a different way for students to gather information using social media. Yeah, it's more of a um, modern way to teach students and to teach us how to use social media to our advantage. Because obviously there can be quite a few disadvantages, but uh, we really want to stress the fact that social media can be a really great tool if you use it correctly. And we're all very familiar with social media. We've all used it before, so it's really easy for us to use social media as a new outlet to gather information. There were obviously uh, struggles at the start, including many people getting locked out of their Twitter accounts and even some accounts getting suspended. But I'm pretty sure we're all past that now. Yeah, and so we both started off by doing climate change, and actually we were doing the same topic. Um, We're both going to do the climate change and the effects of it on our future. Um, And then I got a little bit uh, upset about that, so I forced (laughs) Rashika to change her subject. So then I decided to do the health effects, which is kind of the same thing, but it's a different twist on the topic. So with learning anything and with choosing any topic to learn about, there's always a why behind it. Why why did I choose to learn about the future effects of climate change? Well, in all honesty, we only have one Earth. We don't get a second chance with this thing. And as much as people don't believe it, the climate change is happening quite rapidly and we don't have much time to change it. So I just really wanted to dig in and discover what exactly is going to happen to our future and what do we have in store for us if we don't make changes. And as for me, I wanted to do the health side of it because even though we have one earth and it's we're ruining it really fast, we're also ruining our own health care and we're ruining our own health by ignoring this big problem that we've had for over 30 years. 
just ignoring it is affecting humans and marine life and basically all the health, every living thing on earth, its health is being affected by our ignorance to climate change. And we're starting to do stuff so late that the effects of climate change have already progressed. Um, there's so many health issues that have already started because we haven't done or like had made any actions to change what we're doing and how we're affecting climate change. Yeah, like if you live in the Ottawa area, you would definitely know that our climate has been a bit more extreme this year. There is so much snow. And it's not getting any better. There's, exactly. It's going to be raining the entire summer. It's going to be brutally hot. And that's not normal. We normally have a more temperate climate. Um, so we're seeing these extremes come out more and more as the years go on. Yeah, and all of the country of Canada is getting affected by this. The West Coast has already have fires. The wildfires have started on the West Coast. It is so dry there, and it's going to be super hot in the middle. And where we are, like Ontario and Quebec, is going to be rainy all summer. There's not going to be too much sun this year. And, like, last year we had tornadoes. And when does that happen the, in Ottawa? The fact that we had tornadoes in Ottawa, Ontario, should send up red flags and should start alarm bells for people because this is not something that is supposed to be happening. And not just one tornado. We had, like, three or four There of were them. three. And we were actually quite lucky because Rashik and I both live in areas that got missed. Um, but where I live, the tornado was on track to head straight for my neighborhood, but obviously it's unpredictable and it swerved around, thank God. And for me, we literally drove through Dunrobin 30 minutes before the tornado hit there. Um, we were going to be in it. I had a soccer practice really close to Dunrobin and we were like on the way to go when they're like, yeah, there's a tornado. And then they had to cancel it, obviously, but... It was, it's so weird because in Ottawa, that's just so uncommon. And also like to think we have it lucky because some countries, and I'm just going to use the U.S. as an example, in L.A., they have smog alerts where they literally tell people not to go outside for <laughs> prolonged hours because the breathing conditions are so atrocious. And in some Asian countries, there will be kids who will grow up with never seeing a blue sky because the smog is just so thick and it just completely covers that whole layer. Yeah, it's crazy how horrible it's gotten so far and how accepting people are of the fact that this is the state we are living in. And it's not like it's news to anyone. It's been a thing for 30 years. Like it's been in the news for 30 years that something is going wrong with our climate. But now that there is the fact that if we don't do anything in 12 years, we will all die. People mm -hmm. are starting to actually pay attention to it. We are getting closer and closer to that point of no return. And honestly, if we continue on this path of destruction, I don't know what's going to be left of our Earth. Like I said earlier, we only got one planet. It's not like we can just say, oops, well, I guess we're going to move on to the next one. We have one planet Earth. So we really need to treat it with respect. Yeah. So now we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about our the things we learned in the first week. So for me, I 
went through a fair amount of struggles, I would say. Um, every time <laughs> I logged into Twitter, I got locked out okay. every day. It was a problem that our entire class had. Yeah, basically every, every everyone time. faced that struggle. Um, but our teachers think that it was the fact that we all signed up for accounts at the same time in the same place using the same IP address. So Twitter just must have assumed that we were robots. Um, but another struggle that I had personally, I don't know about anyone else, was just strangers on the internet. And for me... I actually had someone contact me um, with inappropriate messages and that is honestly just something that you have to think about whenever using social media. Um, so at the end of the day, I had to block this person um, and just had to deal with that. I have to say, though, through this whole project, I've really improved my perseverance skills. I don't know about you, Rashika, but um, yeah. it's really taught me how to stick with something and not give up uh, when you um, face some difficulties and just get to rough spots. Yeah, and for me in the first week, I was still trying to wrap my head around the entire project itself. Um, we were told to contact people through social media, through Twitter, and to tweet at people to see if we can get some people to respond to us. And that was so confusing to me because Trying to like contact people like, for example, Al Gore is so hard to do. How like I would never have gotten him to respond to anything I said. He has better things to do than to answer another researcher. Yeah. And uh, it's really hard because as students, for so long we've been told we've never been really given any freedom with teachers and yeah. for so long we've been told like this is what you're doing this is how you're doing it so we're not to have a direction and, and being just told to do yeah whatever like this teacher. a little bit of direction some, some some like trying to keep you on the right path so you don't do something that's inappropriate but, for school well, but that, yeah it's basically up to you we are the final project that we had which for us is this podcast um the final project that we have and the topic that we choose how we go about tweeting it's all up to us and that's just it was so hard to wrap my head around I'm just so not used to ever being let to do what I want to do it's always what the teachers want which I guess is the unlearning part of it the unlearning part is for the teachers yeah and honestly it's kind of hard when your teacher just says here's what you're doing just go have fun learn what you want to learn and see where it takes you we don't really get that much freedom in school so I think that that one was that was pretty cool I think, like, if we were to, like, start at the very beginning and, like, from grade one every year, you have some project that you could do whatever you do, want to do, this would be so much easier, but it's just different, I guess. And that was the one thing I had to learn in the first week was just how to set up my idea, and I needed to figure out what it is that I wanted to talk about and how I wanted to get that information um, in the end, in the first week, I didn't get anyone to respond to me. It took a while. And I mean, I guess throughout this entire project, I've just learned how to communicate with people online. It's just so different than communicating to people face to face. Well, you also, you never know if the person you're communicating with is actually that person. Like, obviously, Twitter has ways to confirm that they're the real person. But the people who aren't famous enough to be con confirmed in all this, um, that can be really hard. You don't really know what you're getting yourself into. Like, 
I didn't get any answers until about the second or third week when like a group of students from Concordia University who actually were working on climate change uh, answered me and were willing to answer some of my questions, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, and I had one environmental engineer who answered me and it was, it's hard to find people who are specifically also studying your topic because climate change in itself is super easy to find people. so broad. But narrowing down that topic is just difficult because certain people know only certain information. Like you have limited sources when you narrow down your topic. Mm-hmm. So that was something we had to learn the first week. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks for joining us on Kids on Climate Change. That's all we have for you guys this week. Stay tuned for our next podcast. Follow our Twitter handles. Mine is underscore R-I-S-H-I-K-A-A underscore. And mine is S-P-E-T-E underscore. Remember Remember to to save save our planet. planet. We We only only got got one. one. Thanks, guys. See you next week.